0: This is Pastor Steve Berger with This Is That, where we bring biblical clarity to cultural chaos. We want to thank you for listening today, and remember, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. God bless you. We pray that this is a blessing for you today. Uh, All right. Hey, so we're going to jump in here this morning, and I'm excited. Listen, we need to give you a warning today. And I, I say this seriously, yeah, there is way too much in what we're going to talk about to try mm-hmm. to even think about mm-hmm. um getting all of it yeah uh we're going to look at a facet of it, but this this is probably the most mysterious mm-hmm. of of these behold devotionals that we've been doing mm-hmm. um it's just, um, it's just, it's really, really interesting. So we're going to start off this morning. Good morning, Terry Owens. We're going to start off this morning by praying and and asking God, as we always should, Lord, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. God, help us to see and to understand what this word, this famous story, with all of its mystery, what it means to us today. All right. So, we're gonna start by praying this morning and getting ready to uh, to receive the word. So let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ right now, Lord, we ask that by your spirit, you would come and be our teacher and our guide, that you would lead us into all truth, that you would speak to us, oh God. We know that you're always speaking and you speak in so many different ways. Lord, this morning we pray that you would speak in a way that we would have an ear to hear, What the Spirit is saying to us today, like generally speaking, Mm -hmm. but then very personally as well, like, Lord, bring this word to us Mm -hmm. and give us that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ and what's happening Mm -hmm. uh, right now in our lives and what you're up to and what we need to be doing. So God, we humble ourselves before you. We ask for your help now in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. amen, amen, amen. All right, so we've been going through this behold devotional, behold an important word 134 times in the New Testament alone. We've looked at the word behold as it relates to Mary mm-hmm. and then Joseph and then the shepherds and Simeon. And now today we're going to wrap this up with the wise men. Yes. And um, we're called to behold in two different circumstances we'll look at here. But We're gonna do something a little different and read uh, all 11 verses here. So Matthew chapter two, verses one through 11, check this out.
1: Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he said to them in Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard Herod the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child and Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when when they had opened their treasure, they presented gifts to him: gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
0: There you go. There's the the kind of the beat, the first section of the the famous story of the wise men. And uh, great job reading, by the way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but we're hold we're told to behold. Two different things in this story. Mm -hmm. Behold the wise men. And behold, this is going to be new for some of you, and behold the reappearing star. Turn to your neighbor and say Mm -hmm. reappearing. The reappearing star. This is what we're to behold. All right, so let's talk for a few minutes here, Sarah, just about the wise men first Mm -hmm. of all. And you know, we sing the song Christmas time, we three kings of Orient are. Right. Okay, so here you go. First of all, there weren't three kings, mm-hmm. okay? Well, there were three kings. We don't know what their names were, although traditionally we've named them. Yeah. We think there was three because there was gold, frankincense, and myrrh, three gifts. But you know, all of the commentators throughout history, in fact, I love what Jay Vernon McGee said. He said, Aww. yeah, Jay Vernon said, it, it wasn't three, it was probably more like 300. Okay, so these wise men Mm -hmm. show up in this huge caravan Mm -hmm. and um, they're not at the manger for a baby. They're at the house of a young child. Big difference here. These three wise men, their skulls, I know this sounds a bit morbid, but their skulls are not in the cathedral in Cologne, Germany, along with a piece of Mary's veil and a piece of Joseph's tunic that he was wearing sorry there's so much nonsense about the three wise men or the supposed three wise men okay these three wise men they're from the east we know that we know that they're probably traveling from from babylon mm-hmm. and this is where this gets interesting they're traveling about a thousand miles and what was significant about babylon and how does it tie into um, what was happening in israel You have to remember the Jewish people were in exile, in captivity, Mm -hmm. in Babylon, 500 years before the birth of Christ. Who else was there? Daniel. Daniel the prophet was there, okay? So Daniel the prophet who's prophesying in Babylon, he he was there for five different kings, five different administrations. Mm -hmm. He gave interpretation of dreams, right? He knew the scriptures, So there's this massive prophetic Jewish voice Mm -hmm. embedded into Babylon. Mm -hmm. And so when the wise men from the East show up, they just don't show up randomly because they followed some star. They showed up because they had been uh, receptive to Mm -hmm. the teachings of the scriptures, particularly The prophecies that Daniel would have spoken to them. And so when this sign of the star shows up, they fully know Mm -hmm. this is part of the sign Mm -hmm. that the Jewish uh, prophet spoke of, Balaam in particular. Mm -hmm. And that Daniel had been prophesying about that the Messiah was going to come at a very certain time. Mm -hmm. And that they were in that time there
1: yeah I think it's important to know in the book of Daniel how it says that he was given authority over the astrologers right. who are the wise men you the, magi. the Magi it's the same thing so they were right. they sat under him and were instructed by him in the book of Daniel.
0: Yeah, so the wise men understood it was time for the Messiah's appearing based on Daniel's prophecies and what sign would accompany Messiah's birth from Balaam's prophecy. Now, mm-hmm. check check this out. Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, Balaam the prophet prophesies and says,
1: I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, a scepter shall rise out of Israel and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all
0: the sons of Tumult. (laughs) This is so rad. So here's Balaam, right? Prophesying, you know, uh, well of a thousand, closer, you know, 1200 years, whatever it might be, before the birth of Christ. Mm -hmm. And what's Balaam saying? Balaam is saying, you know in this ecstatic supernatural experience he says i see him yes. but not now mm-hmm. and and is that a um, uh, is that a reference to time where i see him but he's not here now or yeah. is it like i see him but now i don't mm-hmm. which is interesting in this mm-hmm. passage of scripture so he says i see him but not now i behold him but but not near yeah. see there's this kind of tug of war going on here, if you will. And then he says, a star, a star. A star shall come out of Jacob and a scepter. So a star is gonna be assigned and a scepter describes who it is that's going to come that they're going to behold. Mm -hmm. A scepter, the scepter of royalty, a king, the king of the Jews. That's why when the magi showed up, they said, where's he who is born? King of the Jews. Jews, because we understand that the star is going to be a sign of he who would be born with the scepter in his hand. Mm-hmm. He would be Jewish royalty to be king of the Jews. And we understand from Daniel's prophecy and from from um, uh, Balaam's prophecy that this is all it's all coming together right now. Yeah. So where is he? Now you have to remember too titles are important. Mm-hmm. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? Mm-hmm. Now it could have been as much as 2 years earlier when when the angel said to the shepherd for there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ and he's lord. Mm-hmm. And now he's king. Mm-hmm. So these titles surrounding Jesus they are a threat to the political and the religious establishment. Mm-hmm. That's why when they show up in this huge entourage, this huge procession with the title king of the Jews, who's going to be most intimidated? King Herod. Yeah. Because the king of the Jews, the rightful king of the Jews, is a total threat to him. He's not even Jewish. He's Idumean. He's an Idumean, And so he cuts a deal with Rome to be the fake king of the Jews. And now the real king of the Jews is about to be born. Herod is freaking out, and all of Jerusalem with him, it says, they were troubled. Yeah. No kidding. But the sign was a star, mm-hmm. and he would have a scepter, meaning that he would be king, and they understood it. So when the star shows up, mm-hmm. they're in Babylon, the star shows up, they go, this is that. Yeah. We're following that star to see who's born king of the Jews. Yeah,
1: I just, and I can't help it, and I know we'll continue in this thing, but... Yeah. but Satan is a counterfeit. Sure, Counterfeit. He, he wants to be Lord and King. He is a counterfeit showing up in Herod's life. Herod was a counterfeit. Right. And, and so the story continues. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's the prophetic word that leads him to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. But then more specifically, I love this. It's the prophetic word that leads him to Bethlehem. Six miles, five, six miles away from Jerusalem, mm-hmm. right? So the star gets them to Jerusalem. They go, okay, we're here. What's up? Where's he? He's born king of the Jews. Then they have to inquire of the chief priests and the scribes where he's going to be born. Yeah. And then we get, they say, the chief priests and the scribes say, Micah chapter five, verse two. Yeah.
1: But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you were little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me, the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. Right, okay,
0: so the star gets him to Jerusalem, and then the star, most people don't understand this, the star disappears. They think the journey's over. This is the culmination of it. They inquire, Mm -hmm. the chief priests and the scribes say, hey, it's gonna happen in Bethlehem, And as they go on their way, after Herod sent them to Bethlehem, Mm -hmm. it says, and behold, the star, right? The star reappears. Every commentator agrees on this. We don't think about this, but the star reappears. That's why it says when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly. It's like, okay, cool. We were in darkness here for a minute, but now the star, the light of God, is leading us again. Now, I gotta say this real quickly, okay? This is just a little sidebar for you to understand something here. Isn't it amazing to you that wise men from the East, Gentiles, who had been influenced by the Hebrew Scriptures, that they understood the times and the seasons more than the chief priests and the scribes did in Jerusalem itself. Wow. They should have understood mm-hmm. that this was the time that Daniel said Messiah would come mm-hmm. to the very day. They should have understood that. Mm-hmm. They should have seen the significance of the star. Yeah. They, When they finally inquired, they went, oh yeah, he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Well, where had they been the last few years? Yeah, they hadn't been watching. They hadn't been watching. They hadn't been paying attention. They were clueless. My point is this. Being religious, even being in the church, is no guarantee that you're going to get at all what God is doing mm-hmm. in the earth in any particular wow. time or season. Mm-hmm. You can miss it all together. And I look around the church today, and the church is missing it. Mm-hmm. By and large, the church is missing what's happening in the days in which they live. We are missing the the prophecies of Jesus' return. We are missing the the signs of the times. We are missing it. And because we're missing it, we're being shaken. And we're scared and we're fearful and we're not knowing what's going to happen or what's going on. Listen, it's going to get funky, y'all. And it's going to get funkier. Mm -hmm. It's going to get worse and worse and worse before Jesus comes to get us out of here. Now, I don't know when he's coming to get us out of here, but I've got to be ready. I want to be way more like the Magi and way less like the chief priests and the scribes. I want to be the unlikely guy that's watching and waiting yeah. for Christ to appear instead of like the religious people that are just like, oh yeah, I know what the Bible says, but it's not affecting how I live my life. Yeah, Come on, somebody.
1: Uh, oh, that's my coffee pot. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah. John 1, um, 5 says this, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Right.
0: So you got to comprehend it, man. You got to understand the light the light that's shining. Mm-hmm. What else did it say of Jesus? It said, those who sit in darkness mm-hmm. have I've what? Seen a, seen a great or a marvelous mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I want to be like the wise men. Mm-hmm. I want to be watching and waiting and, and being able to be led mm-hmm. by the signs of the times and what Jesus said about them so that I understand what's going on. Listen to this. This, this, this is so important the prophetic word shined for them when the star didn't. Mm. See, when what was leading them in the natural went dark, that which was the supernatural illumined their way. Do yeah. G- you get that? Yeah. When the star quit shining, mm-hmm. the light of prophecy didn't. Yeah. The light of prophecy shoo, illumine their way. What mm-hmm. God was doing, what God was saying. That's so different in our individual lives, man. Mm-hmm. When things get dark and our star disappears for a minute, because yeah. we we live in dark times. Now we don't work, walk, walk in darkness because we're following mm-hmm. right the light of the world. Mm-hmm. I get that. But we live in a dark time. Mm-hmm. We live in a broken time. And there's times in our journey where our star can disappear. Yeah. You know what that reminds Hold me on of? Hold on one this. second. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no. When our star disappears, what do we lean on? We lean on the word. the word of God. We lean on the spoken Word of God, the written Word of God, to illumine our way. Um,
1: I was just thinking of Ephesians when it says, doing, every thi- doing therefore everything to stand Stand therefore. Right. Like, stand therefore. Even though it goes dark, you can stand on the word. You might not feel or experience, you know, his presence the way that you once did because the warfare is heightened. We can't even imagine what it looks like in the spiritual realm. It is heightened big time because the enemy knows his time is short. That's right. And so we're forewarned, you guys, like, it's not going to be all rosy. Going forward, Big like time. we better stand on the word, therefore, yep. doing everything, therefore, to stand yep. and putting on the armor.
0: That's right. So, behold mm-hmm. the magi yeah. the unlikely, but the inspired, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like the supposedly ignorant, yeah. but actually the enlightened. Mm-hmm. And it's the exact opposite those who should have been enlightened. Mm-hmm were clueless and missed it altogether, the chief priests and the scribes. So the symbolism here, I want you to get, I know I'm beating this in your head, but I want you to get this today. So like the wise men, the light of prophecy led us to our first encounter with Christ. And then things kind of go dark in a broken world and the light of prophecy will lead us again until we have our second encounter with Christ when he returns. Mm-hmm. There's, there's symbolism here. This is there's a living parable in this historical reality. Now, again, the prophetic word shine even when the star didn't. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19. This, this is that. Check this out.
1: And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. There you go. Mm.
0: So everything we're talking about here, the power of the prophetic word and, and following it and knowing it and understanding it and letting it shine as a light to lead us in dark times. This is exactly what Peter says. Mm -hmm. The prophetic words shine in dark times, in dark places, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Mm -hmm. Friends, we have to understand what God is saying about the times in which we live. Things are going to get darker. We've said it before. As things get darker, we have to give ourselves more to the light of God's prophetic words. Word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just get I'm gonna end with Revelation okay. twenty-two yeah, because yeah. I think this is significant. Yeah. Revelation twenty-two sixteen. So this is in the last six verses of the entire mm-hmm. Bible. Revelation twenty-two sixteen. Listen to the words of Jesus.
1: I Jesus have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Amen. Makes me wanna
0: cry. Yeah. So Jesus said, hey, I sent my angel, okay, to tell the church these things, to pay attention, to understand. Pay attention and understand what? Everything that he had talked about in the book of Revelation. All the things that pertain to the end times. I've sent my angel to tell you about these things and here's what you need to know about me. Yeah, I'm the root and offspring of David, but I'm the bright and morning star, okay? He is Balaam's star. He is Balaam's scepter. He is the wise man's young child that that shone so brightly That they couldn't do anything but bow and give and worship. Behold the wise men, and behold the reappearing star. Mm. It's good stuff. It's
1: good stuff. Um, I I want to pray this. Can I pray this over? Okay. Back at 2 Peter 119, again, remember it says, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Mm -hmm. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that your light will rise in our hearts, that you will illuminate the word of God as we read Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, that you would remind us of these moments that it's like, this is that, this is that of which I warned you of. This is that. Don't be afraid. Holy Spirit, we need more of you. We pray that you would come into our hearts light up every bit of wisdom we need light up circumstances light up opportunities to share the gospel with the lost Lord God we pray that you would use us prophetically in the in a lost world to bring many many into your kingdom Holy Spirit, give us power and strength and fortitude and resilience and every good thing we need to stand, therefore, in these very, very dark days. We bless you, Jesus, for coming, for redeeming the world, Lord God, and giving us the opportunity to live life forever in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We bless you, Jesus, King of glory, King of the universe. We exalt you in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, amen. On a personal note, uh, for those of you that are watching with us this morning, we're grateful for every one of you. Um, I'm gonna ask for your prayer. Um, for this week, I have to go on a mission that's um, that's interesting. And so that's all I'm gonna tell you right now. But here's what I'm gonna ask you to pray. I'm gonna ask you to pray for safety and And success. Yes, Jesus. That's it. Safety and success. Mm -hmm. Until you hear that I've gotten back, you pray for safety and success. That'd be great. That'd be great. So I look forward to um, uh, your prayers. I look forward to a a great, safe, and successful trip. I mean, really. Even if it isn't very safe, if it's successful, mm-hmm. right? Then that's that's the goal. But safety and success for Pastor Steve and for Sarah, uh, although she's she's staying home here, but but pray safety and success. And I'm hoping in a, about a week and a half's time. Um, we're going to have something for you to shout and cheer about. It's going to be epic. Safety and success. God bless you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And we look forward to seeing you soon. God bless you guys. Take care.